Hello, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio and the Lois Effect. My name is Elisa. My name is Liz. Hello, <laughs> darling. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Oh, my goodness. Well, I need to say that, well, first of all, no, let me say this. I want to just say thank you, especially to you, especially to our fabulous listeners, because Tuesday's show, that was like, I didn't know it at the time, but that was like a live on-air exorcism. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I mean, the things that were coming out of my mouth and the chaotic energy and uh, just the amplitude of... I mean, really going through a lot of realizations in real time. Mm. Yeah. You know, it was, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I appreciate the, the, the space and the patience and all of that good stuff. But that was, that was, that was wild. So, yes. So, um, feeling a lot more stable um, today. And I think because I had the space to be kind of unstable um, and just swirling in the storm of inner and outer uh, life. So, yeah, I I just really... uh, I just really appreciate, like, everyone, especially you, since, you know, you're my co-host on all this. <laughs> Very much appreciate it. Crazy. I rarely listen to the show. I actually listen when I'm not on. <laughs> I li- you know, I listen when um, it's you and Anna or it's, it's you know, some other type of situation. It's, it's rare because usually it's, it's us, and I listened to this show, and, it was, and I and I would I think in the past I might have been like a little embarrassed or a little not even mortified because that's too strong a feeling, but a little uh, self conscious, but no judgment because I could see where all of that was was going and I and I noticed a shift and the like the first like half of the show I was like reverting to like old habits you know I was in, I was interrupting you a lot which I used to do early on and I was just like a, a bull in a china shop I just kept going so I'm not I know that was sort of like an anomaly that was kind of like something that I really haven't done in a long time, I pride myself on being a good listener, but there was something else at play. It was just like all of this chaos. And then um, Jen had called about advice about the energetics with her family, and then all this information was coming true. And then I noticed kind of a shift, like the, the 
energy was still very amplified, but I was in a state of higher consciousness. So, and I also realized that um, before we took her call, I was I was going so fast. I'm like, girl, when are you gonna breathe? Take a <laughs> breath. It's like, what? What is up with you? And even though I was, the information was very energetically charged and very amplified, there was a calmness because then it, it was another state of consciousness taken over, not like the day-to-day, you know, talking about my work life or the chaos or what have you. But I'm glad I, I'm glad I um, re-listened to this show because I really got to see sort of the spectrum thing is inclusive so it's not you know it's interesting because in the um in the information that was coming out when jen had called and i really loved that you end up in this process without any judgment and that you're not trying to release anything negative or anything traumatic but it's a process to love it and then it no longer is um, trauma or chaos, but something that cannot be named because it's yours. And it really is the, the most profound act of self-love because you're not denying any part of yourself. So I wasn't mad at that show. I was just like, oh, girl, you're a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you're a lot. Ooh, you are a lot. My goodness. So anyway, um, just wanted to put that out there. So how are you, my dear patient co-host? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> All right, good. You no, know, it was it was a it was a really good show. Um, sort of talked about it with Anna I I do want to that's when I have marked to listen um at some point soon probably over the weekend yeah I I, go ahead but uh yeah it was uh, I I noticed yeah when when we were doing it I'm like yeah she's you know you just you just have stuff that's that's just happening you know and and part of it is that that dream that you referenced, Ooh. you know, and, mm-hmm. and how it is interesting because how you, you your dreams, you, you, you don't want to dream because you tend to have really, no. really strong mm-hmm. dreams. And, and I, I like, I welcome it. I'm like, Oh yay, Dream. I'm like, I'm going to go visit <laughs> you. know, like, yeah, it's like I get like to travel. In, what's her name? <laughs> Zena. What's her name? What's her name? <laughs> The warrior princess. What's yeah, Zena. That's Zena. Zena. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 You like go. You forage. You do things. You hang out with your friends. I if, listen. I would. I would want to have your dreams too. Come on. Uh, um, oh. But yeah, I. I was. I was telling Anna about it. Anna was hoping to to listen in on that day too, but um, you know she's been pretty busy, so I did reference it to her. I said maybe you can listen to it because because your 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 process of 
Oh my God. Um, taking a taking a moment and then also uh, seating. You know, your whole you you explaining about seating what seating it is you want. The trauma. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was really, really cool. So That's crazy, um, yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um I yeah, I would recommend tell I would recommend that uh skip the part skip the show until Jen calls. So she's gonna <laughs> say, you know, in twenty uh in twenty eighteen I said, you know, like you got a lot of energy but you 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 gotta like, you know, not interrupt Elisa so much. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> ooh, or oops, and I interrupted you like a beast. But I'm not, I'm not beating myself over that because I was a lunatic. I mean, I was temporarily insane, and then Jen called. Thank God, Jen. Thank you for calling. And then boom. So you skip, yeah, skip, yeah. Just, just tell her. You know, we'll find out like the, the, you know, the timestamp for when Jen calls. And then and then listen. <laughs> she don't need to hear about my crazy dream. She needs to know about that. Just go, you just, yeah, you just go like you know, like forty minutes in. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Forty minutes. Forty minutes. Forty minutes in. Just just when Jen calls. Just say, oops, oops, I did it again. I interrupted Lisa, and she is so nice. <laughs> Ooh, baby, baby. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, oh, girl. <laughs> mm. Yeah, for real. Like, when Jen calls, that's the time to listen to the show. Don't listen to the hot mess that's before that. Please don't. Oh, uh, my God. She did it again. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So... Kind of like a miracle happened yesterday. Mm. Do tell. I'm going to tell you. All yeah. right. I'm going to listen. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> but you can interrupt me. You can interrupt me for the rest of your life. <laughs> because it won't be as many times as I interrupt you. <laughs> and the next life, and the next life, and the next life. <laughs> I can't. Free pass. Like if I ever said to you, you know, I just wish you would just listen to me without interrupting. You would give me that, that, that Alisa Bangling classic side eye. <laughs> Which you do so well. Oh, she's a ma- oh, honey. This one, she's a master at the side eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so my amazing seventeen-year-old. Uh, yes, early yesterday morning, I am out and about, and it's early. Maybe like eight o'clock. It's early. He's on the phone, and I'm on my business. You know, I don't check anything. I don't even check, like, my kids' Instagram stories. Like, I'm very much about privacy and all of that. So it wasn't that I was listening to the conversation, but, again, like, the vibe, right? Because I can tell him he's talking to a peer. I can tell when he's talking to a girl. And I can tell when he's talking to his dad. But this was a very kind of, just a vibe that seemed kind of mature and evolved. And I'm like, okay. Didn't think too much of it. And then um, he text, sends me a text message, could you make me something to eat? And I'm thinking, if, you know, he's like, he's on munchkin time. 
we get up for we get up at twelve and start for work for at one, take an hour for lunch, and then at two we're done. So that's his <laughs> lifestyle. He's on Munchkin time. You know, he's like in, yeah, the Wizard of Oz. Like he's like, oh, I want that job. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, now I'm working. I'm doing this, that, and the other. I'm thinking, why is he asking me for something to eat? And I'm very proud of myself because I could have gone off on this whole rant, but intuitively, I wanted to kind of pay attention to what was going on. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go to summer school today. I almost fainted. He was, he was on the phone with the assistant principal, who oh. I had a conversation with about two weeks ago. And I think I might have ta- said this on, yeah. on the show where, yes, I did. Um, so um, the, they have been in communication as I had hoped, based on the conversation I had with the, with the assistant principal. And I'm like, what would you like? You know, a pheasant and eggs? Because I'm thinking, oh, my God, he's, go. he's, he's taking the initiative to fix his situation, his, un, his unfinished business with school. I don't know what the hell was going to happen, you know, in September. And the fact that he's showing Showing intent and open communication goes really far in that school more than a report card. I made him a gorgeous breakfast. I gave him his allowance a day early. I said, I am so proud of you. And um, I don't know what's going to happen today. But that was a miracle yesterday. I don't know about today. And I'm not going to push him. I'm going to let him breathe. The more I let him breathe, the more I give him space, the more that I, I have to let him know that I feel that no matter what, he always ends up doing the right thing. That's what's working in our household because we've had a very calm, reasonably calm household ever since I started pulling back earlier this summer. So that's the miracle. Nice. Wow. Yep. And I cooked him a really special dinner, and I kept, I texted him, I'm so damn proud of you. I love you so much. Yeah, huge. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, love that. Love that, that is my, a little miracle. Well, That's fantastic. It, it <laughs> is. It is. It is. It is, because I, I, I think I said this before where, you know, when they were, when, um, you know, when you're potty training, you think, well, maybe when they go to college, they'll figure it out. Because it just feels like it's just going to take forever. Graduating high school, well, if he graduates at 30, okay. If he's happy, okay. Like, just sort of like not making it about society expectation. If he's okay with who he is and he's not giving up, you know, and I think in every kid, some to more degree than other, hopefully there's a switch of clarity that goes off, you know, I think it kind of happens around 17, 18, where they, they're beginning to taste the fringes of, a, of young adulthood, mm-hmm. you know, and, and as a parent, and it's hard, um, especially with my backstory, with the parent, as a parent, it really is part of good parenting to step back as, as hard as that is and not to micromanage. But that's yeah. been working. That's been working for him, yeah. 
That's a big name. Yeah. Isn't it though? On his own. Yep. I love that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess it, it is that time and depending on, yeah, what's in store for him. I mean, you know, both of your, both of your kids are, are at that age where, yeah, they got to take care of their own stuff or, you know, they have to start, they don't have to, but that's generally the path is that you, you will have to take care of things on your own. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, as you were talking, I kept thinking about, you know, some of the things my mom would say as we were growing up, like, mm-hmm. I'm not always going to be around to, to pick up after you and, you know, all, mm-hmm. you know, all these mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. things. So, oh, the mom, the mom classics. Yep. Yeah. We all say it. Yeah. And I remember mm-hmm. always thinking, well, that, that's kind of like, like, what is it, where, where are you going to go? <laughs> Me and my, my abandonment issues, like, what, what do you mean you're not always going to be around? Um, but it, it was mm-hmm. that same, that same realization of, okay. Uh, but it's, it was like a big, a big concept and, yeah, as a kid. I'm like, what does that mean? You're not going to be around because, you know, we don't think in those terms as kids. You think, well, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you be around, you know? Right. Forever. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Forever and ever and ever. So we don't, we don't think in those terms until, you know, it's little by little, these things come up and, <laughs> you know, I wonder when I realized, I think that at one point I realized uh, with with the financial stuff <laughs> that, you know, me signing my name was like a big deal. That was for financial mm-hmm. aid for college. Mm-hmm. I had to mm-hmm. fill out all those mm-hmm. forms. I was like, oh, mom and dad. And they're like, no, that's not, nope. that's not for us. That's for you. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, let me, right. hey, hey now. <laughs> let me look at these really closely again. Like, what, what do these words mean? I don't know. Um, yeah. And so that that was was interesting and, and I think if I go if I were to go backwards or just think about what would I have wanted to know I mean you're right there are certain things that that living in this society it's assumed that you're gonna go off on your own you're probably gonna go to school some type of uh, higher learning or a vocation but you're not gonna do yeah. it living at home you know, and that has changed a little bit, but oh, yeah. for the most part, uh, I remember when I left for college, my my middle brother was still living at home, and he, but he was going to school at home at our hometown. So when he saw me getting ready to leave, he was like, "I got to get out of here." That was his move mm-hmm. to get out of the house, mm-hmm. to move out of the house, and live closer to school downtown. Um, because he didn't want his baby sister leaving before he right. he did. <laughs> and, uh, right, I said, right. You know, like, well, it's not a competition. It's not a race. I just literally have to go out of state to go to school. <laughs> so I think I told him right. if, I could, if I could stay at home and go to school, I probably would. Uh, I don't know how long that mm-hmm. would have lasted, but <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, it would be a different situation. But, yeah, there are little right. things that um, – Hmm. Yeah, I I just wonder. I, there are things that that I'll I'll remember and I'll think. You know, if like if I could tell Isabel about these things mm. in, in in ways that would actually make sense, 
and yeah. I and I hope I hope I can do that. You know, not that oh, yeah. she doesn't have great parents and she's she's so she's really, really smart. So she's going to um she's already picking up on a lot of things. But I just think these you know, little things like, you know, we just don't, we don't know what that means. You know, my mom would say things like, you know, you, you, you have to work hard to make ends meet. And she would say things mm. to me like that. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. And, I, and half the time I remember thinking, you know, what, what are the ends that are made of meat? Like what is <laughs> <laughs> uh, a brisket and what do we got? Like sausages. Meat. What All do right. we got? I don't right, 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 right. So, right. so I, like I didn't, I didn't that's quite under, understand. Right, that's neat. That's so cute. <laughs> like, but what if you're vegetarian? Mm-hmm. I mean, that wasn't really a. a yeah, that's true. Is it plant? Is it plant based? Right. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's so beef beef. funny. Right. Right. Uh, so they're like they're they're all they're all really like, good intentions, good sayings. Oh, live live beneath your means. Like what? <laughs> oh. What are, what, are, what are the means and? Wow, and, that's know, funny. Like, yeah, it was all these things about about you know staying, uh, you know, just to help you uh, save, save, and do all the. I'm like, but I don't, you know. There's a skit. Was there a skit? No, there. Well, it was a skit. It's probably an SLL skit, but it was maybe it was from um, the Wedding Singer, where where mm-hmm. uh, Adam Sandler's character is trying to, you know, he's trying to make money. <laughs> he goes to the bank, and the guy's like. Well, you need a job. He's like, yeah, that's right. I need a job to make money. He's like, well, how? But how? How can I give you money if I don't have a job enough? Enough, of, you know, I'll make enough money to give you money. It was like this whole thing about money. <laughs> and uh-huh. He's like, well, I like, but I can't help you with this. I'm like, but how? How am I supposed to? I don't understand. You, you want me to have money, but I'm trying to make money and I'm trying to get money. <laughs> it was, just, it was. That's how. That's how it seemed to me. Like, what do you? What do you mean? You can't. You know, I don't. I don't understand what some of these things are. So, so these were things that my mom would rattle off, and not necessarily directed at me, but but just sort of in her everyday uh, frustrations, perhaps, or just things that she would say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, it, it just a lot of it had to do with with being sure you had enough. Um, and. You know, they're really because there were things that we just didn't see. You know, we always had food, um, right? And and that was like a point of pride, obviously, in every in every household, for right. especially for you know, you, right. you always have enough food. You're never going to go hungry. Right. Um, um. So, those are things that I okay, I, I get that, but there, are, I feel like there are huge gaps. I'm not blaming them at all. I was just realizing there are, there are a lot of things I just didn't I didn't pick up on. I didn't quite understand especially when she said it to me or when I heard it not that she said it to me um, mm-hmm. a lot of things I was trying to figure out when I was like six seven years old you know um, yeah of course hello That's what does. <laughs> but those are those are things that that I would hear as a kid and um, and it would just like you start to figure things out like there, there aren't things that are just going to click even if you all live in the same household um uh-huh. And you have either the same type of influences you're going to receive it differently, um, and it doesn't matter about genetics. I mean, I, I know your your son is adopted, so you know he's uh-huh. got you know he's got stuff that he's carrying within him. Of um, course, yes, uh-huh. 
you know, you, you're not really going to know about. Well, you might because you're psychic. You know, I don't know. Um, yep, a little bit. But the, a, little, a little bit, but to have those pieces click, it's just, it's just a matter of timing. Um, and, and just like when people call us, you know, how, how receptive. So you've figured out ways. You figured out that he, he doesn't respond to certain things the way mm-hmm. maybe your older son did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. So everyone has this different experience, but yeah, it's just, it's really interesting to hear how that, how that has played out just for all of us, you know, for myself as well. Um, you know, the fears that I knew my mom had and, and they're just, I just had them in the category of fear. I didn't even know exactly all of them, but um, that was a vibe my mom put out a lot. Um, she she put out a lot of love too, a lot of loving vibes. But there's also yeah. a lot of fear mm-hmm. um, because she couldn't necessarily be there to help out or to fix it. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that's uh, that that is huge. That's huge. Like when you can have make that connection with your child, um, and then see how he's gonna just take the reins and and mm-hmm. do it the way he knows how to do it. I mean, that's that's got to be a really proud moment, you know. Yeah, and it's a day at a time. But ever ever since he was uh, a toddler, I mean, he wasn't even like he was like not even two and a half, and he's like, I don't want the stroller anymore. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, my older son, he was 13. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> not true. Not true. Not true. Not true. He'd be so mad at me. He'd be so mad at me. Oh, my God. He'd be so mad at me. Oh, my God. Anyway, he doesn't listen to the show, so I can say whatever I want. Uh, no one listens to the show, so I can say whatever oh, I want. Stop. Stop. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Well, I mean, no one, like, in my inner circle. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Again, 98% of the people I know have no idea I've been doing this for, you know, we never know, like, (laughs) over a decade, yeah, I think it's 12 years. Yeah. But on, um, but it's crazy because, uh, you know, I said earlier that I had listened to Tuesday's show, and it's like episode 638, it's really crazy. I'm like, damn, it's like, Wow. (laughs) We've done a lot of shows. It's up to so really long for a season. We just keep getting, you it's know, a, extended I know. on the season. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, right, season one, the 2000s, right. <laughs> right. No, seriously. Now that's a thing. Now that we're 2022, it's like the early 2000s. Like it's like well, you know, know. the 80s or something. Due to COVID, we had that two-year, you know, window. So we can start season two maybe next year. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So season two, season two, season two. One foot in the grave. I don't know. Um, the Twilight Years. The twi- Golden Girls. I don't know. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, and Jen. Yes. In the chat mm-hmm. is also saying is asking how do you teach kids motivation? It must have a lot to do with who they associate with. Oh, that's a good, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely 
who they hang out with. Uh, that's a big that's a big part of it, and I also think it's um, regardless of how whether they're they're behaving in a way that you appeal to you or doesn't appeal to you. Like deeper than that is that no matter and regardless of that that who they are or be or their potentials being recognized and acknowledged, and mm-hmm. the small things are being you know, acknowledged and praised. And I think also um, leading by example, but it, it can't be taught. It's like that's what I said earlier. It's like that, that switch. There's a switch that needs to go on in their own brain. And no one can switch that switch but them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if motivation can be taught. I think I think it can be inspired. But I don't know if it's something that can be that's a, yeah, that's something to think about. I don't know. It's something that can be taught. Motivation, I mean, teaching somebody and forcing somebody are two very different things. Mm. You can force yeah. someone to get motivated real quick. Like if, they're, right. like if you in jail, I'm going to be motivated to make sure, you know, uh, that Peaches, who's like, you know, uh, <laughs> Peaches, <laughs> you know, um, Who's like the opposite of what you think Peaches is? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Peaches, who's like you know a, a, a Mack truck. Like you want to be, you know, you want to, you want you got to be motivated to not, you know, not become Peaches' wife. <laughs> Mrs. Peaches. <laughs> Mrs. Peaches. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be motivated to not, you know, get married in jail uh, or whatever. Woo. So you're gonna be, you could be, you're gonna be forced, you're gonna be forced to be motivated real quick. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but, to, but to be taught that, that's another, that's another story. I mean, yeah, you're gonna be motivated to survive, but to be taught that, I don't know. You know, you're in a war zone, you're in the military. Like, yeah, you're going to be forced to be motivated, but to be taught, very different. That's that's a good question. Well, I, I don't know. I also think you have to define motivation. Maybe you have to understand mm. what motivates mm. a person. And True. so what we think of as motivation, oh, to do this, to achieve is one thing, but to achieve what, you know? and, and Right. Uh you know, like your your son Jeremiah, he has a different motivation than Cole. Oh, it yeah. could be kind of it could be kind of similar, perhaps, but but no, it, I think. I mean, I've got I've got two brothers, and and they have definitely have motivations that may overlap in some areas, but otherwise, it's you know, no, there are, there are different things that motivate each one, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they've it turned out you know their lives are very different. Not that one is necessarily better than the other, because who am I to judge? But um, right. But you know what what motivates I think kind of ties into what well, then what can also sustain that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that was a bigger question. Some people oh my God this is years ago probably back at the you know before the turn of the century. Um, <laughs> Someone had asked, right. you know, uh, not what motivates you, but what sustains you. Wow, good question. Um, yeah, yeah. 
and and I think we we will look at someone in a different situation, maybe different age, be like, well, yeah, what what motivates you as say as a senior citizen versus what motivates you as a teenager or preteen, and and you can't put those same Mm -hmm. uh, expectations that you think everyone needs to fit in. Because obviously, I think if anything, over the last decade that I've been aware of, um, you know, what we we're we're just we're just figuring out different ways of um, speaking about ourselves. So this whole you know non-binary, which is very confusing at times, but you start to see mm-hmm. why that's that's a big motivating factor uh, for for mm-hmm. a society that both needs labels and then hates labels. Um, mm. You know, we're, we're really getting out of trying to put everything in a category, but it's still, you know, when you have so many oppor- so many um, options out, it can be overwhelming. Um, whereas when you only have this path, it's stifling. So we're really trying to work out uh, what, what is, what is actually going to work Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we, and we right. don't always know. We don't always know, um, but sometimes our like our language can limit us. Um, I, you know, they're they're trying to get me to understand and not go in mental, but but go more in the in the feeling of it, of mm-hmm. how this works with our with our energies, and so that's why language is is both beautiful and and destructive. And even, you know, even symbols are telling me, you know, it's like symbols can be used. Anyone who watched, uh, you know, what was it, the Da Vinci Code or read any of the Dan Brown books, you know, you, you use these symbols. They mean something for a time and then it gets it gets changed. You know, if someone else takes it up and, oh, now it means this, you know, I, I, for, for different reasons. And, you know, sometimes a, a pentagram is just a pentagram. You know, it's just a star. Right. <laughs> Um, right, right, right. So we we have we have to be fluid in our understanding of things around us because we're always changing. Right. Um, and yet we we would prefer, and this is a Taurus speaking, we prefer for everything to kind of stay about the same because <laughs> it's a little easier, um, right? Uh, to say, okay, well, that I'm going to call you, I'm going to call you Liz. Oh no, 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 call me, you know. Call me something else. I'm like what? Call me peaches. What? Wait a minute. Uh, what? Oh. Hey. Congratulations no. on your nuptials. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's. I think we just get really caught up. But yeah, when we understand what motivates us, and even that can change. You know, for if you've ever known someone who's overcome a, a huge fear. So what motivates you yep. before was very different from what motivates you now. Right. And so we have to be um, we have to be fluid and adaptable. Right. But then we you know and and understand why when when things get too um, too rigid and too confining. That that's exactly when we want to break free and say, well, no, no, don't don't call me that. <laughs> You know, uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna own that anymore. That's not that's not what I'm gonna respond to, and that's not gonna motivate me, and it's not gonna sustain. Right. Me. I don't know. There's all these right. different things. 
Um, oh, we, go okay. ahead. Go ahead. No, you were going to say something. Well, there's a, there is a, a hand raised. So, okay, let's take that. Uh, but, but I want, I, I'm sure we'll have time because, uh, super moon tonight. Mm. Yes. We'll talk about that, but let's take, but we have a okay. call. Let's take the call. Hello, caller. Hey, ladies. Hello. Ah, I know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Miss Tara. How you doing, boo-boo? Good. I'm good. Good morning. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you beautiful. Yes. I recognize your voice Im- immediately. Oh, because I am, I am on, on my computer this morning. I've been up for a couple of hours here in Los Angeles. And I just wanted, you know, you guys were talking about demotivation and children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love talking about kids and and um, and everything. I, I agree with pretty much everything both of you said. You know, having had twin boys, which, oh, wow. who, were, who were very, basically came at the same time, but came with different agendas and different personalities. And it was mm-hmm. really early you know, having to identify that with people and family members, you know, they want to put them in a box. Well, how come you're not like your brother? And how come you, and I had to (laughs) nip that in the butt immediately, you know, saying, you know, they came, they might've come about the same time, but they're individual people. And what motivated, what motivated one definitely did not motivate the other. So, you know, can it be taught? No, I think what is taught is the ability to to observe, to mm-hmm. you know where 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 they where and, and and not even the ability to to self self correct and self direct. Mm-hmm. I think that could be taught um, because I specifically yeah. realized very early one of them could do timeout. The other one, timeout, was torture. Mm. So, yeah, where one of my twins who couldn't sit still if you just gave him a downer, and then the other one, timeout, he would just sit there and look at the ceiling and count the <laughs> cracks in the walls. It was, it was his time to reflect. So he would just mm. be relaxed. You know, that worked for him. The other one sliding mm. off the bed, rolling on the floor. I can't, I can't. <laughs> So he really had to learn, you know, had to learn them as individuals and then guide them to finding how to self-correct and and self-motivate. So one of the things, Liz, you know that I did for for all my kids because um, one of the things Mm -hmm. I did is I I had Mm -hmm. them start a business by the time they were 16. Didn't have to be successful. It could be anything. Because we were more entrepreneurs, we were in the entertainment industry, so entrepreneurs, so to speak. So they got used to seeing us working, you know, and working from home and running things. So I think what helped us very early on, not even knowing this is what we were doing or what I was doing when I came up with the whole starting a business, it was just something to do. It motivated them to have something that mattered to them. And once they had something that really mattered to them, they seeked out mm. friends. They seeked out everything they seeked out matched what mattered to them. So I could leave I could leave my boys all the time 
especially once they were of age, and go out of town and know that because they were running something, a business or something that mattered to them, they could not have things on social media. That Right. You know what I mean? So it was important yes. for them to make right. sure that what they were doing and everything they did matched where they thought they were uh, headed because they had their own things yes. that matched. Because they had a film festival they were running. They knew that social media might go against, you know, having a bad uh, image on social media might go against. So it was just really stumbling uh, upon. I'm so glad you, you said know, that. So yeah, I, I share yes, it now yes. because it yeah, wasn't no, something that was consciously stood how it was going to the outcome. But I think having stumbled upon that this worked well, them having something that mattered more than just putting them in, in, you know what I mean? Because sports, you know, that's kind of, but running something that's yours, that empowers you, you know, I think it really helped. And and, and the son that was more, my son that was more of the introvert that was, would not ever step on the stage, would not ever do anything in the public, uh, all of a sudden became at his leisure, kind of like what you were saying about, uh, Jeremiah, you know, at his own pacing, right, which was not forced, became the one that his teacher was like, you know, your one son, he is hilarious in class. He's so funny in acting class. He's, and then the other one, like he doesn't, he doesn't like acting. So I thought they were talking about the opposite kid. I had no idea. <laughs> they had wow. So the one who was the introvert Karen became Trapp. the extrovert. Right. Yeah, they, right. yeah, they just switched up. I mean, they're both wow. fine now, but he took his right. pacing, he took That's his to time. find way, yes. And allowing him to find his way, but guiding him along the way, and also him yes. being able to watch, you know, around him. So, yes, the friends definitely have an impact yes, on it. However, point. but the family mm-hmm. foundation will have the stronger Huge. impact because absolutely the, more so than the friends, because even when they get with the friends, the voices of the, the, the voice that they hear in their head will be of the family going, yeah, you sure you want to do that? Uh, it will come through. And my kids have told me, right. That. They're a little bit older, yes. than you, but they have told me that they said, I could hear you saying, mom, I could hear you saying, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. pick, pick and choose. Make sure now when you get out there in the world, they're, right. they're going to be talking to you louder than me. You're going to have to hear my uh-huh. voice come through. My, my sons have told me that. So it is wow. important that mm-hmm. as, yeah. as we allow them to, you know, walk on their own, that we still mm-hmm. have our voice in their head because that's what's going to infiltrate right. the next step that no, they could take, you, but mm-hmm. they won't take. You, mm-hmm. so, you say I that. Wanted, you saying that. No, 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 I'm glad you said that. You saying that, uh, Tara, actually remi- reminds me of when I knew that he he was having a, kind of a serious call, and the little snippet that I heard, and I didn't know he was talking to, to the uh, assistant principal of the school at the time, but the little snippet I did hear, and I forgot until you said it, was that, yeah, my mom said, my mom tells me the same thing. So you just <laughs> confirmed that. He said that to the principal, and... Mm-hmm. He's, and and he's and he's very mo- he's very motivated. Like with, um, I got him with some of my students to do his first like fashion shoot, and he and he's all over Instagram, and he's like so into that. And yeah, you're right that the motivation comes through. And one thing that I love about this woman 
because I, I just said a second ago, people have no idea I've been doing this podcast for a hundred years, but what I love about my friendship with Tara, we go, we go back about 30 years now, which is crazy. And she is the one friend that we cross pollinate every area being, being divorced, being single moms, being in the entertainment business, being spiritual, being, you know, doing the work for our whole lives. She's, she's, it. she's the one person that crosses every, checks every box in terms of every area. Like, you don't, you know, with some friends, you have to sort of cherry pick, well, this is my friend, and she's going to get 80% of me because she's not going to get the other 20. You know, like, where you sort of kind of put that, that, those other parts of you on mute. Kara is my only friend that across every platform, personal, professionally, spiritually, um, across the board. So I just love you, my friend. Thank you for calling. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. I figured I'd jump in on the mommy thing. <laughs> I love, I love the mommy thing, the show business thing, the everything. And also, too, and, and she is such a boss. She is such a head turner. Let me tell you something. She is an icon. So we love her doing all of the things. So we have the super moon, which is happening tonight. And it's going to coincide. Now, I'm no into, you know, full with the astrology, but I like to point out little things. It's going to be very charged because it coincides with a meteor um, shower. And it's supposed to be incredibly, uh, incredibly uh, powerful. So uh, this is going to be uh, heightening our um, emotions. And this is a, the mold, meaning stepping out of outside expectations, exploring and embracing your uniqueness that's only individual to you, and doing what your heart desires. So I really wanted to um, indicate that because if you're feeling, you know, you could be very tired or you could be very, um, very uh, energized. You could feel that you want to... um, lay a little low, this is absolutely a time to practice gratitude. Spend the, the, spend the day in between the thoughts, the moment in, the, in between the moments to practice gratitude for what you have, where you've come from. If you're fortunate and you're not in New York for the nature around you, I'm like, oh, there's a dead tree. Okay, what is that? Okay, I appreciate that. Um, just appreciate uh all of that, um, take a step back in that appreciation. And the, in that stepping and appreciation, it allows you to step into the flow and appreciate the fruits of all of your labor and also recognize what is unique and beautiful uh, to you. Um, so I just wanted to mention a few of those of those things. So again, it's not so much to 
you know, make a list and, and of the things you don't want and burn it and then make a list of things you want. It's not about that. It's about appreciation for the uniqueness and to honor your uh, your uniqueness and um, just to be proud of yourself, you know, and things that um, maybe that they weren't really resolved or in your perception, it's really more about feeling free and about progressing. And like on the last show when I had, you know, my nervous breakdown, whatever you want to call it, um, that was a breakthrough to for progression. So yeah. you kind of have to just embrace like the awkwardness and and the emotion and the understanding that we don't have to work so hard to release, but to hold space to feed the trauma with a better feeling thought and for it to turn into something only unique and gorgeous uh, uh, to you. And that although, um, you know, we want to be free, we also want to have structure. We want to have order. Uh, we want to have um, clarity. So your energy will peak and shift, rise and fall like 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 the ocean. Um, but every it's almost like everything you've been going through has been leading towards this place of acknowledgement of acknowledging your uniqueness, knowing that with the appreciate that appreciation is uh, the gateway uh, to progress. Um, and it's not necessarily the easiest full moon because of the motions that are coming up, but it's about embracing all of those things, not to repel them, as I got to into the last show, not to <laughs> repel them, but to embrace and then feed those things with the better feeling thought. So I just wanted to uh, identify that. So I think about it peak. I guess wherever you are in the world, I think between like nine and ten o'clock in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I I was able to see it the last couple of nights, you know, from my window, like a fish eye. I'm like, okay, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> even, even with my even with my sheer curtains, like, I I see you, moon. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, so yeah, it's an interest. It's an interesting one, you know. It's and then when I was in Atlanta, go ahead. It's been overcast here i know we have a full moon yeah. coming up but it's been overcast so i'm like oh always in the day it's like clear and then it's tonight yeah 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 but we was the last super moon when i was in atlanta with the blood I, moon i was think that, so i think so I that think was so, pretty crazy say it's four times a year oh girl that was cr- i'm so glad i was with you guys that was crazy and that was about you know uh, burning that list of what you don't want and then mm-hmm. and then writing what you want and and transformation and oh yeah we built the like but we like we like I did anything um, I was sipping <laughs> a cocktail well you all <laughs> I was sipping the cocktail well you all built the fire but um that was that was amazing that was like we were literally chasing the moon yeah do you remember we were co- yeah my last night we were coming back from someplace and we were like chasing the moon oh yeah I've been known to do that. Yeah, that was so much. 
<laughs> yeah, chasing them. What she do? Oh, she just she's just fixing to chase the moon, y'all. <laughs> oh, she gotta have a sweet tea and pe- piece of peach pie, chasing the moon. <laughs> I'm fixing. I'm fixing. What you doing, Lisa? I'm fixing to chase the moon now. <laughs> then I'm gonna meet my girlfriend, Peaches, who just got released. <laughs> Her crime she did not commit. She was falsely accused of loving me. Ooh. I'm sure Tara's like, okay, I'm out. And she's like, I'm out. It's, it's like, it's, she gets up so early. She gets up so early. It's it's three hours early in LA. Oh, yeah. She's called me like 5 o'clock, 5.30 her time. I'm like, girl. Oh, my gosh. Oh my Amazing. Gosh. Oh, yeah. Well, what I, a go-getter. I put her on. I did, I noticed she was coughing a little bit, so I can go back and um, normally I don't just cut people off. So I apologize. No, 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 no. She's coughing. No, yeah, I was yeah. coughing. I yeah. was coughing. So, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I hope she's okay. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, now we can hear you. Yeah, she muted. No, you. I was coughing. I had a yeah, because I had a tickle and I couldn't figure out because I'm on my computer. And I'm like, how oh. do you mute on the computer? So oh, I yeah, 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 yeah. So Alisa, Alisa did it. Alisa did it. Yeah, Alisa yeah. did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to just sing your praises because it's just, it just is so relaxing to have a friend and it's just, it's effortless because it's like, well, I'm not going to talk about this because they're not going to get that. Or I have to like, you know, walk in eggshells because she's, you know, like we don't, yeah, we don't have any of that. It's just like, you know, taking care of business and, and loving each other and supporting each other every step of the way. So, well, thank you. And I feel the same. So there we go. And I really, yeah, we love each other. Most, of the time, most of the time I'm listening and just not, you know, cause it's so early. I don't even of have course. the bandwidth of, to talk. Open up, but the, the you know, every now and then I like, from, well, I love that you jumped in. Like the fact, the fact that, you know, um, Calling in, and the, the show her time is five thirty or six thirty in the morning. I mean, God bless. That's so you know. But yeah, what a, she she is a force of nature. As a matter of fact, this is how much we cross pollinate. I was able to have her come in for several final sessions of my spring semester uh, classes to be a special industry guest. I mean, how fabulous is that? <laughs> You know, yeah, take, that was take your best friend to work day. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was everything. And then she's and then she's Along coming with the cat coming, and the dog. The cat and the dog. What the hell are you talking about? I said, along with take your best friend along with the cat and the dog to work. Oh, was, you're so it's, silly. It's, okay, it's, I get it. Okay, I get it. Okay, I get it. All right, I get it now. Oh yes, I get it. I get it for the pet parents out there. I get it. And then uh, she's coming. Like in a, the next, uh, within the next two weeks, we'll be together. Um, and what's great is she's going to hang out with me, my um, friend's fancy place, because that's when I'll be watching the rich people cat. And uh, <laughs> we're going to hang, we're going to have a party in the roof deck, me and her. So I'm so excited. Oh, but it's yeah, so good. it's just, it's just, it's so good. I just love when you can just have a friendship and it just like exists. It just is. It's none of this, ugh. If all relationships and connections could be like that, where it just is. Um, so it really is something to appreciate. Well, you know what? See, I guess I'm, I'm being so appreciative because I'm feeling the vibe of the supermoon. So 
My ass is all grateful right now. Hello? <laughs> I'm being grateful. Yeah, that's right. So I started the, the show. Yes. Ladies, so the super moon, you have to, it's it's about being, uh, acknowledging your gratitude. Is that what it is? Yes. It's, 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 it's being grateful for, it's a couple things. Being grateful for all of the things, for all the things. And then, okay. appre- and then, and then appreciating your uniqueness. So something specific that you, because I do that every day. So is there something specific, like, do I got to go out and howl at the moon? or is <laughs> No, <something>? no, <laughs> no. I just, just be conscious. Just be really, really conscious. And I would just, I would just say maybe, because, yeah, we do do that. Like, I, part of my meditation is to, you know, acknowledge my gratitude. And, no, I know what you're saying, Tara, but I think, I think that for today, you know, usually with the amplified energies of the moon, we think about what we want to bring in or whatever, whatever. To not, to not be about what you want, but to just love what is. So that gotcha. even if there's a moment, yeah, so even if there's a moment where you might be like, okay, you know, you're in L.A., so you're in the car or whatever, you might, like, want to roll your eyes or whatever, just love what is. I would say that would mm-hmm. be the practice, you know, between now and, you know, when, when you go to bed. Between now and when you go to bed is just love what is. And then in your relationship with yourself, embrace your uniqueness and not try to let anything go. Just love what is. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there, yeah, so there was a practice. I don't know if you listened to Tuesday's show, but I'll say it really briefly. Yeah, where I instead of, I don't remember yes, great. Everything. Yeah, so, so, so it, well, thank God you didn't remember because that was a train wreck. But just the piece that I want to <laughs> say now is that acknowledge instead of trying to release your your trapped trauma love that trauma seed it like you're seeding the garden like you're putting seeds in a garden seed it with the feeling that you would you would like to experience and then you seed those two so that they blossom and grow into something unique and unnameable it's so divine there's no name and it's so divine, there's no judgment. And that's the depth of self-love. So we're always trying to do all this spiritual work. i got to let go of this. I have to release it. But we're not doing that anymore. We're going to own it because it's us. It's made us the fabulous people that we are. We're going to own it, feed it with the thought that we want to include in our experience. It transmutes and transforms the trauma to something so divine, you can't name it because it's yours. It's unique. And it's the most profound way that you can love yourself because that's grace. Grace is the most profound form of self-acceptance. That ties into the energy of this moon, if that, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Way to wrap up the show. So thank you for joining us, Tara. I love you so much. And for those of you, if you need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to LOABlend at gmail.com. We're scheduled to be back on the air this coming Tuesday at 8.30 United States Eastern Time. Stay safe. Take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, let the light do the work and to brighter days ahead. Love you. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.